radio high five with the explosion. Now it's time for your one and only source for fantasy football news and analysis. Like WCW, this is where the big boys play. With your favorite hosts, Prime Time. He gets his fantasy football advice from 12-year-olds on TikTok. Micah. I put up so many points. And producer Tony. This is the only mic time I get, buddy, so just sit back, relax, and strap it down. Y'all use your podcast as a forum to air grievances. Let me ask you this question. Do you like magic? a shitty podcast like 10 minutes into it i would not listen to this hey fellas i love the podcast music created by brian swanson welcome everyone to the week eight recap show fantasy football scoop and i am tony i am joined as always by bishop say hello bishop hello bishop and micah say hello micah Hello, hello. And we are coming to you live the day after Halloween. I am, uh, I've had many Snickers in the past 24 hours. Uh, what about you guys? Have you consumed uh, a lot of candy? I, I yes. have not, actually. My wife bought a very small bag because we don't get many trick or treaters, and we had zero trick or treaters. Wow. So, but the bag that she bought just has like Reese's peanut butter cups. So I've been going, going to town on that. Michael, what about you? Yeah, so far my uh, my dinner has consisted of milk duds. <laughs> okay, interesting. Not a bad dinner. It's how I roll, man. So what uh, what were your kids for Halloween, Bishop? Let's let's start there. Uh, my oldest was a cheerleader and my youngest was, I believe a witch. So it's like, tr- like normal, regular costumes. They haven't gotten to that like weird phase yet where they go as like celebrities or something. You know, a lot of kids are into these days and it surprises me is uh Japanese anime. Like, uh, this, like anime was something that the nerds, uh, watched when we were in school, Bishop. Uh, but like the, the the smart kids and the popular kids all watch anime. Do you, do your girls watch anime? I th- I think one of them does because we went to the Halloween store and they wanted some. I can't remember the name of it. Some weird Japanese thing. And I was like, one, how do you know what that is? And two, no, that's not what you're getting. Uh, Naruko. Is yeah, that, I think that's that one of them. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I put the kibosh on that one. <laughs> All right, that's a that's a good parenting move. Um yeah, like my wife's a teacher and like she tells me like a- like anything anime the kids like go ape shit about. I'm like, "How are they how are they watching anime?" Because like back in my day, you had to like really work for it, you know what I'm saying? But I guess these kids well, like the internet these Isn't days. Transformers anime? 
Like, what's the definition of anime? Because if that's the case, I used to watch Transformers all the time. Well, I mean, it has a specific, like, art style. Like, Dragon Ball Z. Like, Rocha (laughs) loves anime. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, Rocha and and BDI. So it's one of those things where you can tell by looking at it, right? Yeah. You can tell by looking. Yeah, like, anime has, like, spiky hair and, like, scantily clad, big-titted Asian women. Um, Oh, hey now. Yeah, you might be into that, but uh, yeah, what's up? I don't know. It's yeah, just there's, there's usually some uh, like risque sexual misadventures with like foreign objects that are not acceptable to Western society. Good lord! Yeah, it's just it's it's a thing that just it, it was like past my generation of like, and I just never never got into it. Thank God. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't either. Is that like the Pokemon stuff, right? Where everyone's just got really big eyes? Yes, yes. That is like anime style, yes. Okay, I got you. Sailor Moon or whatever. Is that the one with like the schoolgirls? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all the, uh, all the, there's like kids in school who are like, I like Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon. I promise I'm only watching it. I don't have my hands in my pants. Oh yeah, yes I do. <laughs> yeah, that's just uh that's a weird thing I never never quite understood. But uh well it's week eight. Uh the trade deadline has come and gone. Uh I don't think we had any trades last week. We had we had trades two weeks ago, but I, we didn't have any trades last week, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think it was because everyone's five hundred and no one wants to risk it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, there is a big uh there's a big pile of mediocre teams this year. Um and we're going to continue that because we'll start as always in the Balls Mahoney with Turtle and his Iowa Gangbang Thugs versus Matt's team Spam. And Turtle takes a uh a victory here, uh 76 to 63 and uh I think, yeah, he <laughs> Turtle was very fortunate, let's say that. Uh, 76 points, Bishop, and he gets a win. I think league average was like 87 points this week, so pretty high-scoring week uh, overall. It's just not in this game. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, the high points... Lions actually showed up. <laughs> What's that? I said his Lions actually showed up. I mean, granted, it's a kicker, defense, and Amara, but that's something. Yeah, Micah, are you proud of your boy here, Turtle, starting three Detroit Lions here? Oh, yeah, man. I got to give him props, man, because I had no faith in uh, the kicker because they tend not to kick. And once a field goal gets missed, MCDC's like, no more of this shit. We're going for fourth down. But uh, he he missed why he shaped one 26-yard field goal. It was, it was terrible. But uh, he made four others, 12 points, uh, not too bad with the kicker. And I'm on Ross St. Brown. I was actually surprised when I saw the final score. The All of his plays were big plays, but there wasn't a whole lot of action. Only 10 points, but uh, he made a lot of impact uh, while he could. They ran into some red zone struggles, unfortunately. But uh, Lions got the uh, got the game secured, and uh, they did good by Turtle. Helped them get the victory. Yeah, a pretty bad game for Cooper Cup going against the Cowboys. Uh, it's a that's a tough defense, and I, I I'm pretty sure uh, Dallas was like beating the shit out of the the Rams. I didn't I didn't watch much of that game, but uh, uh, I remember there was lots of <laughs> touchdowns early in that game on red zone. So um, 
does get a good game from Javante Williams, 14 points. Uh, he gets catches a touchdown. Kind of surprised that uh, Lamar Jackson didn't really put it on the the Arizona Cardinals this week. Only nine points with one touchdown. Uh, Micah, did you watch that game since you're you're local to the that area? No, I didn't. Uh, actually, since the Lions were playing uh, on Monday, I didn't really watch much on uh, on Sunday. But I did see randomly on was it Tuesday? Like randomly, like Ravens fans at a gas station buying light beer, <laughs> wearing Lamar Jackson jerseys. I, I have a very important question: What kind of light beer? Uh, I'm pretty, uh, it's, it's all light. It's all the same crap to me, but I'm pretty sure it was Miller Lite. Hey, there will be no besmirching of Miller Lite on this podcast, sir. That is, uh, that is the nectar of the gods. Cause that's what I drink. Cause it's cheap and it's effective. If you know what I'm saying? Like if you go to the gas station, man, go with, go with the PBR. It's already overpriced. <laughs> Gotta get the cheapest overpriced beer. Go with the, go with the Paps Blue Ribbon or the High Life. High life is usually what I get if I buy beer in a gas station. Yeah, the champagne of beers. It's it's a quality product. It's uh, I mean, it, at least it wasn't like Keystone Light or or some some shit like that, like some college town beer. I'm like unfamiliar with all these beers now. Uh, do they still make Ice old style? Light? Oh yeah, old style is still flowing here around Chicagoland oh, area. So yes, I forgot about that stuff. That stuff's great. True story, old style is like uh, it's like a premium beer here. It's crazy. Like you go because like it's uh, has to be like quote unquote imported because it's not like distributed wide here. So you buy like a case of this stuff, and it's uh, when I moved out here, I was like this stuff. It's almost free. Like if you're in the Midwest, like Chicago area, yeah. But you buy a case, it's it's like buying like a. I mean, it's like buying Guinness or something in Chicago. It's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's still. I still throw back an old style every once in a while. It's still. It's still good. It still hits the spot. It's exactly how you remember it, Bishop. Wow, that's so great. It used to taste like it had a rusty nail at the bottom of it. Oh yeah, that was like my favorite taste. Yeah, if you like cut yourself or skin your knee, you could just pour old style on it, and it'll just get rid of all bacteria and infections like immediately brilliant uh matt's team uh <laughs> he only had one player on his whole roster score double digits and it was uh tua who scored 20 points on three touchdowns but uh <laughs> sevens were everywhere he got seven from dk metcalf seven from t higgins seven from drake london and he got seven combined points from Alexander Madison and Raymondre Rhombus Stevenson. So, uh, bad week for Matt. Only 63 points. Uh, again, Turtle was very lucky that he played Matt this week because I think... Oh, no, he would have beat one other team. Uh, but he he only beats two teams this week, and he gets to play... He played one of them. So, congrats to Turtle. Um, I and think unfortunately for uh, this guy, if he had been playing a slot machine, he would have been a big winner. <laughs> and uh, I think I, I mentioned this last week. Turtle's like in that turtle zone right now. He, he's probably going to go on a streak here. So I think that's like two in a row for him, I want to say. So he goes three and five on the year. Let's go to the next matchup. And we have K Wall's robot unicorn attack versus Cologne Rocks. 
and K Wall keeps the gravy train rolling. K Wall's team is seven and one, takes the victory, eighty-four to seventy-four, ten-point victory. Uh, Joe Burrow seems to have uh, figured it out here. Uh, Twenty-five points, three touchdowns, but it also came against the San Francisco 49ers, Bishop, who was regarded as having if not the best, one of the best defenses in the league. And uh, <laughs> I think they got – did they lose last week? I think they did, didn't they? They lost they to Min- Minnesota back to <laughs> Minnesota and Cincinnati in back-to-back weeks. Bishop, what's going on with the 49ers? Yeah, I, I got to admit, I don't think I watched a second of that game. Uh, I'm looking at the score now. That That is remarkable. Cincinnati went into San Francisco, put up 31 points. Um I guess the Bengals are back or San Francisco, obviously after losing to Minnesota is still reeling. So uh, I'd say we give it one more week and see how the Bengals do. I don't know who they played this week, but uh, yeah, that's a very strange uh, final score. Definitely. Indeed it was. And uh, the newly traded Tony Pollard, only four points, Bishop. Are you, uh, I'm going to guess you're not surprised. Uh, no, it's not that big of a surprise. Uh, they, they don't use him like they should. I, I, I like Tony Pollard. He's a upstanding individual. That's why I uh, drafted him and kept him. Uh, but they just don't use him and it's unfortunate, but uh, I'm glad he had name value and I can get rid of him. Uh, K wall, uh, just a pretty average games, uh, this week from Keenan Allen, only 10 points against the bears. I figure he was going to have a monster game. Um, Mike Evans gets bailed out by a touchdown with 11 points, only three catches for 39 yards. Uh, Taylor Swift was not in attendance for Travis Kelsey this week, and he played like it because he only scored eight points, no touchdown. And uh, Kansas City actually loses to Denver, which, I mean, if you told me that was going to happen like a couple weeks ago, I would say you're crazy. Um. Let's see. Uh, what what's what's what else is notable here, Micah? Uh, Austin Eckler gets gets back in there for for Clone Rocks. Sixteen points gets us a long touchdown against the Bears, which is uh, long overdue, I'd say, for Austin Eckler. Um, but he didn't have a stinker here with Jacoby Myers only scoring one point for the Raiders on Monday Night Football. Um. I don't know anything else you guys want to talk about that's notable here. I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find anything. I'm why he didn't play Joe Mixon. Uh, I feel like even in a tough matchup, Joe Mixon's still like pretty reliable. Uh, I don't know. That's my boy Garrett Wilson did great though, seven for one hundred, eleven points. Uh, other than that, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah, he chose the uh, wrong week to trust the Raiders because they are trash. Yes, they are. And we're going to talk about that again coming up pretty soon here. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, K-Wall keeps winning. Uh, only one loss on the season. Um, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy run that he's on. Uh, I-, I wouldn't say his team is, like, unbeatable, but he just uh, – he keeps catching teams at the right time. He, his team does put up points, just not this week, uh, with only 84. Uh, and Cologne Rocks goes down to 500 on the season, 4-4. Four and four. And we go to the next matchup. And we have Bishop's Nitro versus BDI's squad. And this was a pretty good game here. Uh, 103. 
93 to 90 points. Bishop, you take the victory. Uh, you're back in a winning record. So why don't you talk about your game here? I would love to. Uh, yeah, like I said, everyone on my, on Zach's team is going to have like one of their best weeks. Alvin Kamara had a huge week. Uh, even Michael Pittman, who was my breakout, went eight for 40 and a touchdown for 15 points. I had to be the highest scorer of the week just to win because that's a, a theme. Uh, I have scored just as many points as Kowalski. He's seven and one. And I am four, three and one. We have the exact same points for so that's just how it is. It's 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 luck, it's scheduling, it's all that. Um, thankfully, Tyreek Hill caught a touchdown because apparently he wasn't supposed to play. But apparently, that was just like a work. Uh, he was fine the whole time. Yeah. Oh, and Brees Hall. Can we talk about the Jets? Oh yeah, please. The floor awesome is yours. And the the greatest game ever in the NFL history. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I actually didn't watch a lot of that. But because it was on red zone, it wasn't on very often. But the uh, that catch, he had a 50 yard touchdown reception that uh, basically broke the game. <laughs> it was a, a uh, what do you call them? Tickle fights, Tony? Oh, yeah. Tickle fight. Yep. It was a tickle fight, but it was an entertaining tickle fight between the New York football teams and uh I'm glad that Brees Hall got the touchdown as opposed to any of those other jabronis. <laughs> Wasn't there like a crazy stat where like the, the, the Giants had negative like nine passing yards on the game because sacks sacks count towards passing yards? I yeah, saw that's that a true on, story. Yeah, yeah, I saw that on the website. I was like, confused by this. That's yeah, a- they're nets. They 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 refer to it as uh, as net net passing yards. Was in the negative because they're like, they're like, oh man, they, they actually they might be a bigger shit show than the Raiders. Like, I'm actually surprised they they won some games, but it's uh, like I actually did watch some of this one. Uh, it was just so bad, it was fun to watch. It was just like a like an entertaining, like when you drive by the the accident and you're looking at all like the carnage and the viscera. That's kind of what this was like. It was amusing. It was a bad game, but it was amusing. Yeah, at one point, uh, the, 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 the Giants fans were chanting, let him pass, let him pass, because the Giants just refused to let that guy throw the ball. Um, but yeah, uh, good good defense and special teams by you. You got 16 points out of your kicker. Uh, how does it feel to, to finally have a, 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 an explosive kicker performance? Uh, it feels good. I just wish he would do this more regularly. I'm pretty sure... Yeah, he had two really good weeks, the first two, and then shit the rest of the week and then blew up this week. Luckily, uh, I mean, unfortunately, they can't play the Bears every week, so uh, we'll see how he does next week. He'll probably be on my my bench. (laughs) Uh, He dodged a bullet, too. Yeah, he did, because uh, BDI kind of shot himself in the foot here. Uh, He scores 90 points, but he, he opted for Jordan Love over Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott had 28 points on his bench. Uh, if he doesn't make that move, obviously, Bishop, you take the loss this week. So uh, BDI self-inflicted. He gets a big game here by Alvin Kamara. Two touchdowns, 20, 23 points. Uh, all of his receivers were in double digits. Uh, so, yeah, you. Uh, I think you got pretty fortunate there that BDI uh, outsmarted himself in this one. Like I said, all he had to do was leave it alone, and he would have won, but he had to tinker. That's right. 
All right, uh, BDI, you go down to four and four on the season. I'm sensing a theme here. There's lots of uh, mediocre records <laughs> in the league this year. Um, so let's go to the next matchup. And we have my artificially intelligent versus Santino's. You can't see me. You can't see me. Lucky Wolf. And it happened to me again. This is the third game that I have lost by one point. After Monday Night Football, I believe, is the... Yep. Each time. Every time. It comes down to Monday Night Football. And every time this year, I've either... (laughs) Lost by one point, or I've tied with Bishop, I want to say. I don't I don't even know what to say anymore, man. Also, the second week in a row that I've lost to a team that has a zero in their lineup. Uh, so that's another badge of uh, shame on my on my chest. I, I feel like we've been playing fantasy football for like t- over 20 years now, right? Something like that. Yep. Uh, and I don't think I've ever seen this type of like bad luck. Like throughout the years, you've seen bad luck in certain cases, but I don't think I've ever seen one this sustained. Like it's bad enough to just lose, but to lose by one point or less or one point or three times and then tie once that's, that's remarkable. I don't think you could try to do that if you wanted to. Yeah. And trust me, I'm, I'm trying, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did have a good week. Uh, Um, from Jalen Hurts, uh, four touchdowns. Only two of them came uh, or went to A.J. Brown, I should say, but which Santino had. I uh, got a great game out of Travis Etienne again. That guy is just, he's an RB1 elite, like top two running back this season. Uh, I get a great game out of Jalen Waddell. I get 18 points. Uh, I had some... Uh, some other performances that were not great. Puka Nakua only four points, but but again, they were it was against the against the Cowboys. James Cook didn't do jack shit, only five points. Uh, let's talk about Santino squad just a minute here. Trevor Lawrence was was bad. He got uh, the only the only touchdown he threw was actually to Travis Etienne, which was like a fifty yarder. Um, Miles Sanders two rushes for zero yards. Uh, Bishop, you have the same amount of yards that Miles Sanders uh, got last week. Yeah, the, that's we're in competition now for the starting running back <laughs> job yes. in Carolina. Yeah, uh, AJ Brown, like I said, had a monster game. Uh, eight catches, 130 yards, and two touchdowns, 27 points. I think I saw some crazy stat that's like the sixth game in a row that he's had like 150 yards. Which is like some some record apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah, over over 130 for sure. Wow, that's that dude's a grown ass man. He sure is. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, 21 points, 10 catches, 100 yards, and a touchdown. Um, elite stuff there. Uh, he gets a great game out of his kicker, 11 points. Uh, so this came down to Monday Night Football, as we mentioned. And I was down uh, two points. I had Devontae Adams left. And it's Monday Night Football. Jimmy G is back. It's a primetime island game. 
uh, you know, Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the league, allegedly, um, catches a ton of passes, uh, but lately has not been not been very good. So, like, I'm watching that first quarter, and no catches, zero catches for Devontae Adams. I, at one point, Devontae Adams was lined up in the slot against a linebacker one-on-one i think it was uh what is his name anzalone micah is that the guy's name oh yeah man big game he went to the anal zone man yeah (laughs) yeah he's lined up with the anal zone one-on-one uh shakes him out of his boots cuts inside and jimmy g throws the ball into a lineman (laughs) like I don't think it was tipped. He literally threw it into a lineman. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was at that point, I turned the game off. I could not watch it because I had a feeling that I was going to get let down. And uh, I was right because Devontae Adams only catches one pass and I lose by one point. <sighs> And what's, I think if you look at his uh, his history for Devonta Adams over the past four years, there's only one other game where you would have lost with yeah. his production. Like it's like you had it was like everything going for you. Just it was a uh, that uh, what is it called? Uh, is it Murphy's Law? I think the class what everything that could go wrong does. Yep. Like I thought you had like I thought you had the game in the bag going into Monday night. It's like there's no way, there's, there's no like there's no way. Even if Jimmy G stinks, but like the the worst outcome possible. And, I, and, 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 I actually and, thought and you look like, at that zero on Santino's yeah. roster, man. He, yep. uh, I talk about luck, man. I thought uh, Adams would have got it in garbage time at least. You know the Raiders were trailing; they had the ball towards the end. And it's like okay, maybe he'll get like four or five catches on the drive. It won't end in a touchdown or anything, but you'll get your your points. But he yep. didn't even get one effort during the garbage time. I was shocked. Couldn't even catch a pass. Um, and I wonder, because it will we'll probably address this later, but he clearly was not happy. Like he was no. like not a happy guy. And I'm wondering if he has any because there was rumors so far this season that he may have had it in for uh for uh, what's his face, Josh McDaniels, but uh, or or we'll talk about later, which I honestly hope is true because it's the greatest story I ever heard. I've never wanted anything to be true more than that that <laughs> post, but we'll talk about that later. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I couldn't help myself. I actually flipped the game on in the fourth quarter, Bishop, and mm-hmm. uh, I was sweating bullets. I was texting several people. I couldn't believe what was happening. Uh, fucking Jimmy G overthrows Adams like for two long touchdowns. Like if he completes one of those, I win. If he catches one of those, I win. But he could not complete a goddamn pass to a Hall of Fame wide receiver who's lined up on a linebacker. It's embarrassing, dude. Oh, it was, and uh, I took some pretty drastic measures, as we'll find out in the preview show. But Santino was the better man, as always, and he takes the victory, goes to 5-3 and three on the season. I go to 3-4-1, uh, and one. 
And we move on to the next matchup. And we have Giuseppe's The Ted Lasso Way versus uh, Juventud Guerrera from Micah. <laughs> and this was another crazy game. Excuse me. Um, Micah comes from behind on said Monday Night Football with the victory, 102-97. to And uh, why don't you go ahead and lead this one off, because I'm sure you got a lot to say about this matchup. Oh, yeah, this was actually uh, pretty damn good. Uh, there was uh, not much going on early on, at least for me, with uh, with Kirk Cousins. I was reading these reports that he uh, may have been RIP during the game. I was like, oh, no, man, <laughs> that's not what I need. I can't lose Chubb and a quarterback. But, uh, I mean, he had DeAndre Hopkins coming out of nowhere on Sunday. I mean, how do you get 31 points off of four catches? It's absolutely insane. That's insane. <laughs> the, although, like the spread, I can't remember what I was down going in, uh, but it was, you know, it was looking like, you know, Giuseppe's probably going to win. But I just had a feeling between Laporta and Gibbs, and Gibbs popped off again, and it's great that he didn't do it in garbage time, so it was like a legitimate effort, not like a charity effort like the previous week in Baltimore. But uh, it was a little, little rough at first. He a lot of short gains, but once he started popping off, man, he was just running wild all over the Raiders. And uh, this guy just ran for daylight all game, man. It was awesome. Yeah, but he was so close. They took him out right at the end of the game, one point away from uh, giving me 100% share and then the dinars. But uh, I'll take it, man, because I mean Giuseppe's been putting up some points, and my team for the I think the definitely the first time this season i went over 100 i think i may have went over 80 like once i don't hit 80 twice but just a lot of these guys just 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 not doing it but uh this week they came through unfortunately the bears did not but it did not matter because the cowboys kicker and sam laporta and devonta smith finally got a touchdown so i am i am pleased i am pleased to uh to win the gabagool bowl yeah, I mean, Giuseppe, you mentioned it. He scores 97 points. Uh, 31 points on four catches is just in. That's like Randy Moss shit. Uh, that's insane. Uh, and and also, it was Will Levis throwing him the ball. Yeah, right. Bishop, do you know anything about Will Levis? Because I'm going to tell you something about Will Levis that you're going you're gonna to have to comment on. I thought Will Levis was the, the chess player. Uh, he's a football player. I don't know about that, but I can tell you that he puts mayonnaise in his coffee. Whoa. There's someone else I know who did that. Really? Yeah. Oh, Wasn't this was. exposed as like a, like a joke or is that legit? Is that a, I thought that was a work. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought I saw a clip of him like squirt mayonnaise into his coffee. <laughs> oh, man. That's that's bad, man. That's uh, that's that's. Uh, Hey, he's in Tennessee, man. He's in the right place for weird stuff. That's true. Uh, yeah, so Giuseppe went to bed on Monday, probably thinking, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably good. <laughs> and then uh, Jabir Gibbs just snatches victory right from him, and Sam Laporta snatches victory right from him. And it had to feel good since it was your hometown squad uh, 
the Detroit Lions doing the work, dirty work for you. Well, it was, uh, it was as they say, sexy time. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Micah, you go on to the season three, four, and one, and Giuseppe takes another loss. He goes down to two and six. So let's go to the last matchup. And we have Bobby Big Balls and his cocksuckers versus Worms. Team Taylor. And uh, this was another close game. There's a lot of close games this week. Uh, Bobby Big Balls takes the victory 94-91. to 91. Um, I think this... Did this have a defensive loss? No, no defensive loss. It was just really close. Uh, Three-point game here. Um, Christian McCaffrey... Uh, apparently he's immune to, uh, oblique injuries. That's a, that's an injury that sets, that sits, uh, running backs down for multiple weeks. And this guy keeps playing and keeps scoring touchdowns. I think he broke a record. It's like 17 or 18 straight games with a touchdown Bishop. Can you fucking believe that? Dude, that is nuts. <laughs> um, I don't know. I got, nothing surprises me anymore in this league. Like, I don't know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I am also not surprised by anything. Uh, he, he does get a good game here out of Baker Mayfield, who ended up, he did end up playing that game. Uh, he scores two touchdowns. Um, Worm actually had a monster game from CeeDee Lamb with 31 points. Pretty good game from Justin Eber with 23 points. But uh, his other players really let him down. Uh, Damian Pierce was, I saw one play from that game and it was, uh, the Texans were at the goal line, right? And they run it in with the fullback. <laughs> so this guy, Damian Pierce cannot score a touchdown for the life of him. Uh, Zay Flowers does not score a touchdown, only five points. Dallas Goddard, all, again, only five points. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, the double tight end formation claims another victim here. Bobby Big Balls takes the victory, moves to four and four on the season and drops down worm to four and four on the season. Anything we want to talk about here, boys? Yeah, worm lost with, uh, with, with arms wide open. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that means. Is that a Star Trek reference? Yeah, yep, sure is. Yep. All right, we did it. You should Google it. All right, let's talk about some cash money. (laughs) And at quarterback, we have Jalen Hurts for me. I got $10 this week. Straight cash, homie. At running back, we have a three-way dance. And we have Christian McCaffrey for Bobby Big Balls. Straight cash, homie. Alvin Kamara for BDI. Straight cash, homie. And Jameer Gibbs for Micah. Straight cash, homie. Uh, So what are you going to do with your $3.33, Micah? Correction. Uh, Straight from El Duce. I get the extra cent. $3.34 for having the highest score of the three of us. So... I agree with Giuseppe's math. I take back every mean word I ever said. <laughs> All over a penny. Hey, that's that's money. That's money, baby. <laughs> All right, at wide receiver, we have uh, <clears throat> another tie. We have DeAndre Hopkins 
for Giuseppe. Straight cash, homie. And CD Lamb for Worm. Straight cash, homie. Start of the And I think we're going to give it to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, he had a lot. <laughs> he had the same amount of points as CD Lamb, but he had eight fewer catches, Bishop. He had four catches, and he scored 31 points. And literally no one expected that to happen. Like, No. <laughs> no one thought they would be saying the name DeAndre Hopkins in 2023 in a positive way. So I think that is definitely uh, start of the week material. Absolutely. And you watch, you watch the game or the highlights, and my, mayo, the mayonnaise cannon is just literally heaving balls into the air. And Hopkins ends up coming down with them. Uh, defenders are falling down over themselves. It was a, a, a magical performance for DeAndre Hopkins. So they had those uh, Houston Oilers uniforms too. Oh yeah, those are excellent, by the way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you get the Warren Moon jerseys going on there. It's good stuff. It confused my dad. <laughs> Did it? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did he know which team was w- which came from the Oilers? Like. Oh yeah, yeah. My dad's a huge football fan. Oh, like okay. he's definitely aware. He just didn't know like uh, throwbacks were coming back, so he thought we were watching a college game. And I was like, "No, this is <laughs> this is the NFL." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, let's go to the dead. And I am going to angrily give this to Devante Adams. Just putrid. Just I. He kicked me in the nuts when I needed him the most. Couldn't catch another pass when they were losing. It's Monday Night Football. Piece of garbage, Devontae Adams. One lucky And the benefactor of that misfortune was Santino. Worm Frederich. I always hit the worm. I always hit the wrong button when I want to hit a Santino drop. But I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Santino, I think you're pretty, pretty lucky and fortunate this week that, uh, Devonte Adams seemed to have his worst game in the last four years. Uh, so grats to you, I guess. The worst fantasy football owner of the week. And we're going to give this to Matt because he scored the least amount of points, only 63, <clears throat> Uh, this might have been two weeks in a row for Matt. I want to say it is, yes. It, this is a back-to-back world's worst fantasy owner performance here. Um, something that nobody ever wants to achieve in this league. No. And that's going to do it for the Week 8 Recap Show. Fantasy Football Scoop and... Poopity-poop-poop-poop. All right, show's over. I'm tired. Fantasy Podcast now available on iTunes. Also, email us at scoopandpoop at gmail.com.